What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am not joined by the other half of the world's greatest tag team never this week. DPP is out on birthday vacation assignment. He is freshly vaccinated and took the week off for his birthday to go out and actually get out into the world and do something good for him. Maybe I'll actually get to see him. I haven't seen him in over a year. So, speaking of of DWI podcast though I am joined as always by the oh so funky oh so phenomenally fresh he's a number one in my book baby balls himself B.O.B. we used to call him Bob it's AJ Velez yeah and if you want to go tell DPP a little happy birthday even though I believe it was Thursday I could be wrong on that yep uh, go, go, go drop him a uh a happy birthday at It's Me DPP. Or if you really want to give him a birthday gift, why don't you go check out his show, Winner Is You, with the letter U. Yeah, they didn't do one this week, so fuck that. Well, I didn't say that they were going to do one. I'm just saying go check it out. Yeah, I know. I'm just being a dick. Anyway, <laughs> let's bring in the man filling his shoes this week. We are also lucky for him to come back to the DWI podcast once again from across the pond. It just works out that we record at a very very nice time for him on friday afternoon early evening it's darren kirkby affectionately known as the big fish mags i'm gonna make that a thing whether relaxing or not yeah you would have thought i'd learned my lesson coming on the first time but no clearly not sucker for punishment uh yeah so i'm glad to be back Awesome. You know, one of these times we'll get you on and there'll actually be some very, very exciting things to talk about because I know we had you on before, what, Fastlane? And now we got you on in the middle between WrestleMania and WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, I think we scrummed up a few good topics, but yeah, uh, we'll have to get you on one of the TriCasts with Kenny Killa and Big Dave. So uh, I'm making yeah, you that absolutely. promise. So SummerSlam, keep the schedule open. 
Okay, well done. I mean, now that Bad Lads is uh, dead and buried, I've got a little bit of extra free time. So, yeah, if you can fit me in, I'll be more than obliged. You can always go back, though, on Chairshot Radio Network and check out all past episodes of Badlands. Why don't you tell everybody what else is going on with you? You are a busy, busy man. Plug everything away right now. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, so, yeah, here on Chairshot, uh, unfortunately, Badlands came to an end uh, earlier this week. Uh, the, my regular course on that he stepped away from creating content uh, to do with wrestling so we always had this kind of um, uh, agreement that if one left we both would leave so we'd end it on a high uh, but I still produce uh, uh, five rounds with my son Carlos, uh, that's every week and the UFC train keeps a chugging so there's plenty of content there and then once uh, Ray and Carl's uh, cool little project about the the five tool wrestlers is over i'll be bringing something new and fresh to chair shot so I'll keep your ears peered for that i can't wait that is music to my ears and definitely definitely keep tuned in for that before we get going today i just want to let everybody know head on over to pro forward slash the chair shot pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt it makes a great gift as well i guarantee it then head on over to the chairshot.com you know how we roll sports entertainment and sports entertainment always use your head here a couple warm-up topics here fellas we were talking about SummerSlam. it sounds like phoenix arizona texas area maybe and they're talking about open stadium with fans for SummerSlam. thoughts on that around the horn real quick i mean it's pretty good especially since i know texas is a little more open and lenient when it comes to the whole mass situation too mm-hmm. but uh hey who knows maybe if we get a phoenix SummerSlam, maybe uh we get some live chair shot uh media going on go visit our good owner greg demarco have a giant th- I, this is a pipe dream but uh, good for them though that's it's definitely something that's uh that could work yeah, I, I have to agree, especially coming off a, a very successful uh, trial run with WrestleMania. Uh, very few reports of uh, of any kind of COVID outbreaks. I think that the only one I saw was that one guy who went to multiple shows over the weekend. Um, but yeah, I think that was a trial run. Uh, and WWE have always have said as soon as they can they want to bring fans back uh, and I think SummerSlam will be the perfect time to do that and if they could get a, a, a full stadium uh, absolutely they're going to I mean UFC proved it can be done uh, this past weekend and that, that crowd was raucous so imagine what a full WWE crowd is going to going to be like it's going to be off the chain absolutely mental you brought up Greg DeMarco. He would probably love the Phoenix area. He could probably run a show the weekend of. Uh, I know he's got a big show coming up May 15th. Check out everything IZW. Look it up, Phoenix area. Now, you brought up the UFC. What an event last weekend. Three mm. title fights. Uh, Namajunas gets her belt back, and Weidman yep. breaks his leg. Was this like karma coming back around on Weidman? Isn't this almost exactly what happened with him and Silva? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, I mean how, who's going to who's gonna break Uriah Hall's leg next now? This is just a chain of events that's going to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was mental. The, the, all the coincidences are just in that fight. We had Uriah Hall, who's uh, basically retired, Anderson Silva, 
who broke his leg on Chris Wyman. It's it's come full circle that Uriah Hall was the guy who who, uh, who helped. Well, didn't help, but was there when Chris Wyman broke his leg. Um, that kick just was in the wrong place. Uriah Hall's got legs like granite anyway, uh, but to kick just below the knee where the bone is the hardest. Yeah, that was it was brutal, but ha- accidents happened. It was just a, a massive coincidence, uh, and it was good to see Chris uh, upbeat about it, and he's still uh, looking to carry on his career afterwards. Uh, the X-rays of it, oh my God, they were stomach churning, and the the long bar and the pins went through his leg. Poor guy, absolutely poor guy, and he wasn't even the only. Uh, leg injury that day. Uh, the the match just before we had a uh, uh, Jimmy Crook get uh, drop foot when he was kicked in uh, the back of the knee, uh, which uh, cut the 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 blood off to the nerves. And yeah, he, it was not a good day for for legs at uh, UFC 261. But the three title fights, wow. Um, I I've said to Ray uh, earlier this week um, that you can watch UFC, you can watch MMA for decades and you can analyse it and critique it down to the the nth degree, but sometimes you can just not predict what happens, and barely anybody predicted Rose Namunas doing what she did, uh, but it was the the most happiest I've been to be wrong, because the joy on that girl's face, uh, the fact that she broke, uh, made history with becoming the first uh, female to re- regain their title, and the fact that she still, as champion, didn't believe she was the best. She had to be told by Pat Barry, believe that you're the best. It's yeah, it's just a heartwarming story. I just I hope she's in a better place than she was when she was champion last time. Because I think she really struggled with the the kind of limelight and the, the pressure of being champion. Uh, but she seems to be in a, a good place and absolutely good on her. Uh, it was a it was a great feeling to see. Yeah, what a what a what is it? A left left kick. Uh, to the head. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think Whaley was any way affected still on the the war she just previously had in her last fight? It was just a battle and a half. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, but then again, she went through a massive battle with uh, uh, Joanna Jacek. So I don't think she's she's worried about battle so much. I think it was the crowd. The crowd was just honor from the second uh, uh, music come on. Uh, they were just booing the hell out of her. Her and Jake Paul, obviously. Um, I think she she. Maybe that had a big effect, but that that like that head kick came from absolutely nowhere, uh, stunned her, and it it looked like it may have been a bit of an early stoppage, but Rose would have uh, would have finished it with a bit of ground and pound anyway. So, yeah, I, I think Whaley will be back uh, stronger than ever, and uh, yeah, I think she'll she'll get an instant rematch, and, and we'll see what goes from there. Yeah, Shevchenko proving her dominance, Usman making his case for pound for pound best in the world. You brought up one of the Paul brothers. Uh, last warm-up topic here. Logan Paul's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Come on. Go ahead, yeah. AJ. Go ahead, AJ. Go ahead. I feel you got some frustration you need to let out here. <laughs> See, it, it, I know this is all for money, and that makes sense and everything else, but there's no way that Logan Paul is going to beat Floyd Mayweather. I'm not a fan of Mayweather. I'm not a person that will be like, yeah, no, he's the best boxer ever. I'm not going to say that. But the record still stands. He's undefeated. He knows what he's doing. The fact that you're going to go into his ring, basically, his little home, what he knows best, I don't care if he's had a couple of fights before or not, 
Mayweather currently is the best, and you don't step in with the best just thinking, huh, this is going to be easy. No, you have to bring more than just your A game. you got to know what the hell you're doing. Again, I know this is a publicity stunt. It, it shouldn't go more than four rounds at least. And mm. I'm, give, I'm, I'm giving him a little bit of credit there. I, I, I think he'll go longer than that only because of how uh, Mayweather farts. He's a very defensive kind of counter counterfighter. Um, even Connor was able to, to do better than four rounds. Um, what would shock me, though, is if Logan is able to beat Mayweather, that might mean that KSI is arguably the best boxer in the world because he, he battered Logan. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's I don't get this celebrity versus athlete kind of uh, this uh, entertainment in in sports. I think it makes a bit of a mockery of it. I mean, I'm still going to watch it because it's 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 just going to be car crash TV. Um, but yeah, I, can how does Logan Paul have any idea that he's going to be? someone who is what 50 and all yeah it's ridiculous it's a paycheck for both of them right i mean mm -hmm. floyd mayweather he's just gonna make some more money and so is logan paul and good for them i, I just don't get caught with one floyd and come in out of shape and get caught with one because the kid can actually throw his hands uh we'll we'll get mm -hmm. out of this topic i'll just i'll just throw this out there and let you guys know that i believe mike tyson will be fighting lennox lewis at some point as well that that is actually going to be. Yep, there you go. That's the kind of reaction I wanted to I'm, see on your face there, Megs. <laughs> I know the next trailer fight is uh, Evander Holyfield versus Kevin McBride. Yeah. I think they're, a, they're a, a combined age of like 118 years old. Yeah, but yet, but yet they're going to make a lot of money doing it. All right, folks, <laughs> we're going to be right back as we pay some of our own bills. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen, let's get into some WWE wrestling. This is my yard now. Indeed it is. He is the Universal Champion. He will be taking on Daniel Bryan. And if Daniel Bryan loses, he will be leaving SmackDown. Gentlemen, we get Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns, again. I don't mind it so much in the ring. Definitely don't mind it at all there. But what are our thoughts here on the progression of the Roman Reigns Championship storyline? Mags, why don't you kick it off? I love it. I said um, uh, in the in the fast lane uh, preview, I want Roman to go on uh, a two-year reign. I want to go on an Okada-style reign, and I think he's he's well on the way to doing that. Um, this match is going to be, I think, it's mainly to to get Brian onto Raw. It seems to me uh, because obviously, if he loses, uh, he has to leave SmackDown forever. I think Roman hasn't lost since what November 2019 or something like that when he uh, was in that ridiculous feud with uh, Baron Corbin. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward. The dog to food, it. Uh, the dog so food feud. Oh yeah. God, don't. Oh, yeah, to you need the yeah. Memory. Boom! I just broke the glass. Now you can see it. Oh, we smothered it all the can and everything. Yeah. I had to think about it, you it had was, to think about it. Sorry, Megs, keep going. It, it was so, so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I, I can't see this this Roman Reigns uh, run ending 
on a on a, on a SmackDown, surely not. Uh, so yes, I think we see uh, Daniel Bryan kind of be refreshed and going over to to Raw, unless he wants to drop down to NXT. That would be cool. See that the, the, you you took the words right out of my mouth there, Mags. I was gonna say, well, <laughs> Daniel Bryan, yeah, he could he could just go to NXT, or maybe if he still thinks he's got enough. I mean, after all, anyone remember how his chest and everything looked during the greatest Royal Rumble ever? When he made that comeback, mm-hmm. he looked like a meat tenderizer. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he goes to NXT, but he goes with you, Mags, and he wants to face Walter for that UK belt. Ooh, can I mean Walter will chop the the bones out of his chest, um, but that would be cool. So the, the possibilities are endless there for Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he's in that stage of his career where he can do bits here and there. I mean, we were talking uh, pre-recording about him wanting to maybe um, stay in WWE, but also do like one shots with wrestlers out of the company. Uh, he's he's got that kind of sway uh, and and that kind of name that he, if anyone could pull it off, I suppose it could be him. But I'd love to see him pop up in uh, two hundred five live. NXT UK, uh, standard NXT, even dropping to maybe evolve and just going on like a, like a, a, a grand tour of, of all these different uh, brands and and taking on the 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 best of each each brand. Yeah, speaking of NXT UK, apparently NXT UK Takeover Dublin was set for June, the end of June. It's been cancelled, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but six days ago, I did I did tweet that. Yep. After DB loses to Roman, he should take some time off and come back on NXT. Now, Mags, you perfectly set up the direction we want to go from this here is Daniel Bryan's contract is up early September, middle of September, something like that, maybe September 1st, I don't know. He's definitely signed through SummerSlam. But Mm -hmm. we've heard rumblings that maybe he does want to go and wrestle outside of WWE while still being in WWE. That's basically the quote that we discussed in the pre-show meeting is he'd love to be able to weasel his way into being able to, hey, I want to go back and I want to have a match in Ring of Honor with Jay Lethal. Okay, cool. You know, no problem. I want to go over to New Japan and I want to have a match with Ibushi. Okay, cool, right? Is this plausible? And how fucking cool would this be? I know I'm kind of leading the witness here, but go ahead. I mean, it's absolutely cool. Can you imagine um, Daniel Bryan turning up on a Wrestle Kingdom? Or can you imagine him turning up to Death by Dishonor? It would be absolutely amazing whether WWE uh, are going to allow him to do that. I mean, there, there is rumblings that they're open to working with other companies now with uh like we've discussed the 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 talks with mlw uh the the stuff with evolve the forbidden door is is opening um that i mean daniel Bryan going against akara against kenny omega against ibushi like i said against jay lethal against against roosh Oh my god! This this so many dream matches that Daniel Bryan could have. It's absolutely unreal. Uh, I I would love for it to happen with WWE and with Vince in charge. I don't think there's much chance of it happening, but 
we can but dream. Um, but but Daniel does come out and and say uh, that he wants to wrestle different talents and different companies quite regularly. I think he did it when he was uh, just about to sign his last WWE contract. Um, so I think he's always got that that uh, kind of man frame where he wants to spread his wings and he wants to kind of like put other people over and, and wrestle the very best in the world. Um, and I'd love to him. I'd love to see him do it. Yeah, without a doubt. Like you already ran down a good amount of names. If he does this whole, you know, going to go across the world tour, Okada, that would be a great match. Naito would also be a great match. Shingo. Like you said before, Shingo. Oh, I just give myself news pimples. <laughs> so there's a lot of people. I mean, again, like Kenny Omega, like you said, there, the possibilities are endless as to what he can do and who he can face and how good of a match it will be. And even some impact guys like Eddie Edwards, since you know he's Japanese trained because he was a champion in Noah. A bunch of different people are good fits for Daniel Bryan if he goes on the if if he goes on this giant world tour. Let's transition into the next topic because I think before any of that might happen, you might see him come back and work some NXT especially with guys like Adam Cole and Finn Balor still down there. There's a lot of talent down there, Ciampa included. You talked about the UK situation. What are you guys' thoughts? I'll start with AJ this time on Adam Cole and Finn Balor staying down in NXT. I mean, I know we say it like that because it is not a main roster brand. It just isn't anymore, right? But I don't mean to discredit it like that. But what are your thoughts on them staying on NXT then, AJ? Well, I mean, Finn. Finn's reason, if I'm remembering correctly, was he didn't like being on the main roster. He just felt like he was just another guy. He was another face in the crowd. So I'm going to go back to NXT where everyone loved me. I can change my entire character around. So I'm back to basically being Prince Devitt in his own way down in NXT. And then Adam Cole. Adam Cole probably knows that if he goes anywhere near the main roster, he's going to get the same fate. He's going to be another face in the crowd. Who knows? He might get a little buzz here or there, but... But the thing is, people don't really sing Shinsuke's theme anymore, and he was the biggest thing that was coming. No one really sings his theme anymore. Bobby Roode... No one shouts glorious anymore. I was never on board with Bobby Roode. I'm sorry. I appreciate Bobby Roode as a wrestler. I appreciate him as having some part of charisma, but he was never anything for me to write home about from the minute he came into NXT. Like, he can't even use that thing anymore. That glorious is gone. He's like Dolph Ziggler's stepbrother now. Yeah, he, he literally uh, took the Ironic that joke Dolph Ziggler's actual brother is in AEW. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah he I, he know, took you, the moniker. You talk Triple about people H that... Too far. Well, that's the kind of thing, the difference between SmackDown and Raw and then being in NXT, right? At some point, if you're good enough, you're going to get the ball and you're going to get the run with it. But it's really what you do while you're not that person. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... What is Drew McIntyre doing now that he's not that person? Well, he's still in the storyline, so we can't tell, okay? But then you look on the other side, like, 
What does Sheamus do when he's not that guy anymore? What does Braun Strowman do when he's not that guy? you got to have the ability to carry a storyline. Basically, Randy Orton is one of the best at it. He can always keep himself viable by whatever else he wants to do and put enough effort into around the big spots that he wants to get. So it's, it's kind of a catch-22, but that's the difference between NXT and, and the main roster is sustainability when you're not necessarily you know the last or the first 15 minutes of the show. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's also a size factor. If you look at uh, Randy's 6'2", uh, Drew is 6'7", or whatever. Sheamus is, is like 6'3". Uh, then you look at um, Adam Cole, he's like 5'9". Um, Finn Balor's not much not much taller. I think you do get lost in that land of the Giants if you're not in the main storyline. I mean, you, uh, look at how... Uh, uh, Andrade was 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 top dog in in uh, in uh, NXT and now he's gone. Look at uh, Alistair Black, top dog in NXT. Now, well, this storyline's coming out for him now, but for a long time he was sat uh, sat in catering. Um, I can see why someone like Finn, who's experienced that main roster and thought, yeah, that is not for me. I can see why he wants to stay down in NXT, but for for Adam, my worry would be he would get frustrated in NXT because he's done pretty much everything there is to do there. Uh, whatever he accomplishes there now is literally just padding, uh, just uh, adding to his record. And I think it, if, he, if he knows he's not going to make it on Raw, SmackDown and, and being in the hunt for uh, being WWE or Universal Champion, maybe his eyes will, will, will go somewhere else. Maybe he'll want to want to uh, leave NXT, uh, which would be a, a big, big loss for him. How much, does that, I have no idea what his contract is right now. I don't remember him signing anything since he signed. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, yeah. Story for another day. Uh, you brought up Andrade, and I'm glad it came up because I was going to put it in the show, and I decided not to. He's going to wrestle Alberto Del Rio, apparently, this <laughs> summer. Like, oh, yes. boy. I mean, that shows your star power when you are cut from the biggest wrestling company in the world and your first match back is against Alberto Del Rio. Jesus Christ. That is a bad booking by Andrade. Yeah, I got nothing on that one. I got nothing on that one. I just... I I mean, the last time I saw uh, Alberto Del Rio in action is when he... uh, when he was getting whooped by Tito Ortiz in an MMA fight. Yeah, he's got other list of problems that he needs to tend to. I think this is all about mm-hmm. the money. But honestly, I mean, if someone told me what time it was on and I had a way to watch it, I would watch it. I think it'll probably be a really good match. I, I'm, I'm sure these guys have a history and know each other fairly well. That's how this came about. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see what's next on the Andrade Tour. All right, folks, we're going to come back. We're going to mix it up, and we're going to go AEW Impact Talk. A little triple champ style. We'll be right back. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back to the 272nd edition of the DWI podcast, DPP. He got the week off. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, DP, you son of a bitch. Every year with the fucking birthday. Last year a birthday, the year before a birthday. I'm sure he's going to want to have a birthday fucking next year, too. Selfish son of a bitch. But we love him anyway. Welcome back to DWI Podcast. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. Makes a great gift as well. I guarantee it. We have the big fish, Darren Kirkby, a.k.a. Mags is here. AJ Belaz, he's revving up for trivia. I think Mags has been studying this week. I don't know. I think he's maybe... Did you Venmo AJ a little money to get a preview on these questions? You look a little confident over there. PayPal. It's all in the PayPal. Untraceable. All right. Okay. All right. We'll see what happens. But we got one more topic before we get the trivia, and I have a last call for you today. Kenny Omega is now the AEW world champion the Impact Wrestling World Champion, and also the AAA Mega Belt title holder. Is that what? Mega Champion? What? It's Mega. A big Mega just, it's just Mega. But Mega. Yeah. Me- Mega I, Champion, I think it is. I'm more oh. proud of the fact that you said AAA and not AAA like any other person who's uncultured, so I'm so proud of you, Tony. <laughs> well, AAA is something you can watch. AAA is someone you call when your car breaks down. But if I said AAA, everybody would know what I was talking about anyway. But nonetheless, AJ, you cover Impact. You're lucky you don't have to cover AEW. (laughs) (laughs) What are your thoughts here on the match that was at hand, and what do you see moving forward here? So the match that happened on Rebellion, it was good. And I only say good because there were so many mess ups during it. There was a there was two good significant botches that happened. One looked like people weren't ready, and the other one just I don't know what happened. Like, and it was both involving the top rope. So with both of them, they are great athletes. They are great talents. I'm not denying that. I'm not discrediting them on that. Having Kenny Omega as the champion does bring more attention to impact and now they're trying to bring people up and it's just like all right well who wants to face kenny omega you want to face him you want to face him you want to face him this week on impact they had everyone out on the ring and it just said we're gonna have some qualifying matches to make sure we have a number one contender against kenny omega the one thing that i don't like is for me it just feels like they're just poo-pooing and ignoring impact in general i understand that's the whole thing that's the whole gimmick that's going on is kenny omega just doesn't care because it's just a game to him he's just he's the belt collector i i can do whatever i want i have the I now have the Impact World Titles, I have the W World Title, the AAA title that we can't show because they're going under a lawsuit against themselves. But, you know, he, he's just belt collecting. And, you know, I, I 
can hear Nick Aldis like gripping and almost breaking the gold of the NWA <laughs> World's title right now. <laughs> I mean, how how cool would it be if he pulled in the NWA title, the MLW title, the Ring of Honor title? Like, this is kind of a discussion we've had before. Like, let's get all these companies that are on this same level working together in a territory style, and everybody's more successful. I, you disapprove, you're slamming pretty hard. Oh, wow. What are, you, what are you drinking? It's actually the Michelob from the uh, pre-NFL <laughs> draft that we had. <laughs> I'm not even going to deny that. I'm drinking skunk beer. But um, it, it's I don't. I don't hate it. It's just, especially with Impact now, you have someone who's an executive vice president shitting on its product. You have Kenny Omega, who the joke for Impact on Thursday was, "I'll I'll, I'll do my my in-ring celebration on a Zoom call," and it's like, no, no, no. You were you're supposed to have him here. He's supposed to have his duties. He better get here by the end of the show or he's getting stripped of the title and suspended indefinitely from AEW. So literally the last minute of the witching hour, he comes in with the good brothers and it's like, yeah, all right, I'm here. What'd you want from me? I'm not even going to defend the title at the next uh, the Impact Plus special under Siege. He's actually going to have a six man. It's just, I'm not a fan of it. I know where they're going with it. I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah, I only see it from the AEW side. I don't watch. Uh, I don't watch any Impact, and without me knowing from uh, from uh, being involved in in wrestling social media, I wouldn't have even known that that there was much dealings with Impact aside from the Good Brothers showing up on on AEW a lot. It's very much a one sided uh, relationship. I, I I just don't. I, I mean, I understand what impact they're getting from it because they're getting like these little bumps in ratings, and they're getting Kenny Omega on the on the show. I don't get what AEW are getting from it. Um, it 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 just it doesn't make sense to me. But um, the it's a, it seems like it's a long term storyline. Uh, we're going to have to see how it plays out. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm happy for for Kenny to go on like a, an Ultimo Dragon belt collecting special, uh, going all around the world collecting belts. Because it, it plays into his his character that he is this obnoxious, smarmy, uh, but ultimately best wrestler in the world. Uh, I think that would uh, be a a, a, a a great kind of storyline to go going to, like I said, NWA uh, and picking up their belt, Ring of Honor. I, I would have said MLW, but obviously that may be a, a no-go area from now on. But yeah, there's still plenty of. Uh, a, other companies that he could go, maybe go on uh, uh, RWZ, perhaps go and pick that title up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's um, a cool uh, storyline. I'd just like to see more of it on Impact, so we get a reason to tune in. Uh, I, I mean, I'd like to see more of it on Dynamite, so we get a reason to tune into Impact. I think that make more sense. Yeah, either which way you put it, I mean... <clears throat> My thought coming into this match is I thought it had been more interesting for Rich Swan to win and then mm -hmm. Omega to win everything back. I mean, obviously that didn't happen. But now that we have him holding all these belts, yeah. I mean, you know what? It doesn't even have to be the world championship from some of these other companies, right? He could just have a belt from each company. I mean, yeah. I can't believe New Japan wouldn't hasn't jumped on board here yet. He could be in, like, New Japan Strong and win their belt or something like that. I mean, that's another option I mean, as well. 
Moxley as the as the US title. It could easily that could be switched. Yeah, that could be. I mean, he's even he's even defending it against Yuji Nagata on Dynamite. On Dynamite, yeah. So blood and guts. Yeah, I taped I taped AEW this last week and I watched most of it. I wanted to see the parlay between the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle, so it was not what I expected. It wasn't as light and fluffy as I wanted, but Jericho caught cut an excellent promo. And uh, I thought Sean Spears cut a really good promo to start it. So, I don't know. AEW, I'm, I'm here and there for it. Mostly there. Not here for it. Um, if you catch that. <laughs> Last thoughts here. Overall, on, on the other companies outside of WWE. Any thoughts on New Japan that's catching your radar? I mean, AJ, you're covering Impact. Anything outside of WWE that you guys are looking forward to or anything on that level? crickets that's right i was about to to say max like i'm not sure i mean just when they think they got the answers folks i change the questions (laughs) i and then it equals crickets all right we're gonna take a break then we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and we're gonna do trivia so i'm gonna get stretched out i'm gonna get my thinking cap on mags you're going down brother we'll be right back Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It is a miracle because Tony didn't have to get a drink this time. He had one prior right near him with the Coors Light. But, Max, what are you drinking over there? I just noticed it while we were on our little musical intro there. I am drinking uh, Jameson's Stout Edition Castmate. Nice. Is it good? Yeah, I've, I've gone on um because I, I, I used to be a big drinker and then I've, I kind of laughed. Um, got bored of it but i've gone on to like a i want to be a, a bit more of a whiskey connoisseur uh, my kind of history with whiskey has always been when it's last orders and you're about to go home uh but you're absolutely three sheets to the wind and you just bartender's choice of whiskey so i've i've spent about 300 400 pound on on different whiskeys all different styles and yeah i'm uh, i'm trying to be a bit more uh discerning and yeah this uh this uh, uh, Jameson one, it's really nice. Um, got um, a bit of a like a, a sour aftertaste, a bit peppery, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's all good. I seen some of the pictures on Twitter. You and another fellow, I think, also is a whiskey drinker. I I, I enjoy yeah, whiskey. Um, I'm a big Jameson guy. Like if I'm out at the bar, that's what I'm shooting. I'm shooting Jameson. So yeah, yeah. I, have you had proper? Uh, have you had McGregor's? Is that any good? Yeah, with the proper twelve. Yeah, I finished a bottle of that um, last weekend. Um, yeah, it's 
it's a standard whiskey. There's nothing really kind of like that stands out about it. It's it's more of a marketing thing. Um, but it's it's decent enough whiskey. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a range of bourbons. I've got a few twelve year old. Um, I've got a couple of uh, um, which ones? Have I got? Oh, I've got um, a couple of Scottish uh, single malts. So yeah, I'm gonna gonna be uh, going through them in the next few weeks or so. Mark, you, making notes. You lucky boy. You lucky boy. Right now, I got a <laughs> bottle of peanut butter whiskey. Yeah, I heard on the, on Potty's Wall. Screwball. It's pretty. It's pretty darn good, actually. I keep it in the fridge. It's nice cold. Oh. <laughs> it's not a. It's not a yeah, real whiskey. It's classic. more a whiskey. It's more of a whiskey liqueur, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, all just, right, we just, just had to check it the... out. That, Mag's Mag's uh, joining in the tradition of drinking on the DWI podcast. So cheers to cheers to you. There we go. I had there the IPA one. I was about to say I need to invest in a bottle of Jameson again, but I know that Aaron has a bunch at her house, so I'm just going to invest in those. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she knows I'm half joking, but she also loves Jameson as well. Uh, anyway. she'll she also know where it went when it's gone yeah, she already knows where it would go even if I didn't say anything on live radio anyway phenomenal funky facts three questions there's not, there's not going to be a bonus question on here it's three bog standard questions so Mags I will let you pick door number one door number two or door number three Okay, uh, didn't go well for me last time, but I'll go door number three. All right. I don't have that sound. I was about to say, something stupid. tells me Dan had the, had the sound ones. There you go, I'm going to have to do them. Great. <laughs> All right. So, the question is, who in the Shield, you know, the good little group that we had in WWE, mm-hmm. who in the Shield was the last one to win the Grand Slam? It's the last one to win the Grand Slam, so I'm pretty sure we all know what that is. So I'll, I'll pay attention to the timer if you don't have the soundbite, Tony. So 30 seconds starting now. Who was the last member of the Shield? To win the Grand Slam. Oh, boy. Well, I mean... I mean, it might surprise you. It might not. You only got three people to choose from, really. Okay. I mean, I've got an answer. Right, I'll give ten more seconds here. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Three, two, Good enough. We'll just. Yeah. <laughs> I was about. I'll be nice. Mag says Roman. Tunny says Ambrose. How did you guys both pick the wrong member? Oh Actually, yeah. Wow, I thought Roman uh, was uh, was the last to win the RC title. Um, no. It was actually Rollins who was the last to win the IC title, which is yeah. amazing. Come to think of it. All right, so door number three did not work out that well. So, Tony, door number one or door number two? Are you gonna Are you gonna be in the spirit of Dan and say, "Give me that deuce"? Yeah, let's drop a deuce. <laughs> I got some music that's about thirty seconds long for you too. So, go ahead and ask that question. Do 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 do. All right, door number deuce. 
There's actually two acceptable answers for this one. So let's see if you can get it. What year was Impact's first Slammiversary? So, or it's TNA. So going all the way back from there, what? When was their first Slammiversary? them answers boys <laughs> I'm laughing at something else Tony said 2007 Magnus <laughs> I got it. put down 2002 but for his Roman answer he put fuck on the top of it <laughs> uh, so if there's not going to be a points I'm going to do closest without going over if no one can get the next one so Mags you're technically close 2002 was their first pay-per-view that they had and then the year oh, after oh that's what I thought you said oh. so 2003 is technically their first anniversary but 2004 is the first pay-per-view where they called it Slammiversary so mm-hmm. I would have accepted either 03 or 04 alright so the last question wow we're just knocking them out of the park today and then, right. <laughs> total BS. Yeah, you guys are getting hit with fastballs like your Bryce Harper here. Ooh, yeah, right in the kisser. Yeah. So this one is right in the right, I'll in, the be soup, right in the soup coolers. I'll be impressed if you guys can get this one. I'm not even trying to be an ass when I'm saying that, but there is one person that has won two different sets of tag team championships without having to compete for the championship. Who's that person? I'll, and it's two different companies as well, so I'll accept either name from those companies. I don't know whether I should have a little something for myself if it's better better. Welcome to two of the most ridiculous questions ever. <laughs> what do you mean the two of the most ridiculous questions well, ever? Well, this one then. Never mind. This one. This yeah, one's I was going to say, this, one, this one's left field. God, give us the companies then. I don't know. Do you even have an answer, Mags? I don't. I brought a name down, but only because I know you use different names in different companies. Yeah. And the, uh, it, would it help you if I put down, if I say the name of the company? No, companies. let Mag see, let Mag see if he got it right first. No, it's not Penta. All right, now Tony, what, the... what... Oh, do you want it's me to give WWE an initial? WWE and TNA. WWE and TNA. Without competing for the belt, and they're the champion. It's not Morris and Max. 
For fuck's sake. I don't fucking uh, know. Just tell me. I... No, I got nothing. Oh, Austin Creed? Woods, consequences Creed. Yeah. Great question. Freebird ruling today. Yeah. And uh, when Adam Jones was the tag team champion with Ron Killings, he substituted for Adam Jones because Adam Jones couldn't wrestle for his con- with his contract. Always a great time at trivia when AJ wins. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's time for Last Call. Last Call. What do you mean it's Last Call? Oh, what do you mean, what do I mean? I mean, it's the last thing we're going to talk about. And the precursor, the beginning, the, the bridge we will cross to get into this topic will start with Mark Henry getting back into shape. He's lost a ton of weight, and he wants... One last match in WWE. Mags, thanks once again for coming on the show. We always appreciate you having on, man. Your your UFC, your wrestling, your sports, all that insight is, is excellent, and we appreciate having you. What are your thoughts here on a Mark Henry possible comeback? I mean, one match, who knows, maybe more. Yeah, uh, I have absolutely no problem with it. I thought uh, he... He he seemed to have retired maybe a little bit too early. Still had um, still had plenty to uh, of gas in the tank, uh, and an in shape Mark Henry is an absolute monster. So I would be more than happy to to maybe see him uh, make a comeback. I would also love to see a comeback. I think more of the re- I think more of the retirement aspect was WWE was like ah you're getting a little too old here. Why don't mm-hmm. we? try to put you in the Hall of Fame and everything, but Hen- the Hall of Pain. Yeah, Hall of Pain, sorry. Who's, who's he going to come back and fight? I mean, what's the big match? I mean, instantly that comes to my mind is if Bobby Lashley's going to hold this title and he's going to hold it going into SummerSlam and past SummerSlam, why not Bobby Lashley versus Mark Henry at SummerSlam? I think that would be a huge match. Yeah. I mean, there would be no point for him to come back for a... a middle of the card feud it's going to have to be uh, at the top so if not uh, Bobby Lashley uh, a Roman Reigns feeder uh, Reigns would be a great one too yeah I agree with that maybe match match with Edge maybe I don't know get that salmon jacket out (laughs) one of the best promos ever the the swerve he put on us when he retired and, and went after John Cena was one of the greatest things I ever watched as a I, hook, line, and sinker. Like, I had swallowed the lure, and it was in my stomach already, and then they ripped it out, and it was so perfect. In fact, I'm going to go back and watch that after we're done today. I am. I'm going to go find that. It might be a lot harder now because the greatest thing ever is no longer available in the United States, known as the WWE Network. Don't even start, Mags. I know. I know. You still got it. Look at that smirk on his face. Mm. There's news reports come out today that uh... – they are pitching to potential UK suppliers to to take over the network over here. It looks like Disney Plus are uh, uh, in the running for it. Okay. Well, you know, everybody wants some WWE content. I mean, Peacock over here is the reason they're thriving right now is because of how big they were up in the first quarter. So, 
I'm what? sorry, I'm laughing more at Disney Plus might get the network because the only thing going through the only thing going through my mind is and now here's something you'll really enjoy <laughs> Extreme Championship Wrestling. Oh boy! Fuck you, Mickey. <laughs> Fuck you, Mickey. <laughs> It'd be worse. It'd be worse than that. It'd be like, man, he sucks. God, man. It'd be something like that, really bad. But anyway, that's. that's Spit it on Heat Wave. Spit it on the Heat Wave pay per view. Yeah, you know know why uh, Mickey left Minnie, right? (sighs) No? She was fucking goofy. Tumbleweeds. Come on, you guys are horrible. <laughs> Actually, DP would probably play the buzzer right now. <laughs> Alright, let's round this out. Let's round this show out. Is there anybody out there that you think could make a comeback? And any of the older guys that are back that you wish wouldn't have come back? AJ? Someone who I want to come back... The weird thing is, the only person that comes to mind for me, and this is slightly biased, since he is still in decent shape, is Diamond Dallas Page. I want to see him just try to hit one more diamond cutter on someone who deserves it. Maybe MJF definitely deserves it. Uh, someone who I think probably shouldn't have came back? Uh, I don't know. Hulk Hogan comes to mind on that one. No matter what. I don't care if you're in a ring or not. There were audible boos at Mania. You're pretty much not welcomed anymore in wrestling. So, yeah. Yeah, I've I've got a couple. Uh, One former WWE. Well, both technically former WWE. Uh, One guy is actually still a wrestler, but I'd love to see him have a a WWE run in the character he's got now, and that's PCO. I think that... uh, the uh, French Frankenstein would would really do well on on a WWE show. Uh, the other thing is X Pac. Uh, I believe he's getting into into a um, wrestling shape again, so it'd be cool to see X Pac come back. Uh, yeah, I've got to agree with Hogan. I hate when Hogan comes back, but for me, it's every time Big Bad Billy Goldberg comes back that I just yeah, it just makes me cringe. Uh, so yeah, those would be the guys I'd look for. What was his name? Big Bad Billy Goldberg. What did he say, AJ? Big Bad Billy Goldberg. That's three times. Technically, that wasn't fair. I prompted it, but I wanted to play it anyway. Considering that Goldberg is my pick for someone I would like to not see anymore, right? Good for what you did. I we're gonna get one or two more matches. Unfortunately, he's under contract. You hit it on the head before. Mm-hmm. X Pac, I think, is the guy I would love to see come back. I know. Uh, I think him and Sami Zayn might have a match at SummerSlam. I know they went back and forth about Ooh. talking about having a match. So that's a guy I would love to see get in the ring with him. I'd love to see a storyline between them. Um, so, yeah, I think he deserves it. 
But great show today, guys. I appreciate it. Any last wrestling thoughts or anything else you need to get off your chest before we plug, plug, plug away? All right. Excellent. More crickets. Sounds great. I'm doing a great job today. Just, I think it's hangover after coming off of AJ's hosting duties last week. AJ, tell everybody what's going on with you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PhenomenalAJB, AJB in all caps. You can find me on TheChairShot.com. Like we alluded to before, doing the Impact reviews. Go check it out. I did Rebellion on this Thursday. I just did the show, the Rebellion after show, basically. Go check those out. Usually, whenever WWE has a pay per view, I'm usually roped into doing it. <laughs> I know it's like pulling teeth. It's like a rug burn there, but no, it's it's all well and good. You'll find some of my WWE articles on there, and who knows? I know uh, Saturday. When you're I love how you're looking, this. but you haven't even. Got yeah, I know. It's like there's not even a watch there. <laughs> I know Saturday uh, when you're listening to this. MLW will have its first show, so maybe, just maybe, you might see an MLW television debut from me. You're going to be on MLW? I wish I would be on MLW. God, I really wish. But no, you know what I mean. I I know what you mean. Jacob Fatou. Oh, man, good luck. I guess we're going to have to find a third. Hey, Megs, you want to be be (laughs) Paul's replacement on the DWI podcast? He's going to be out of commission. All right, folks, my name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Thank you for all your listenership on the ChairShot Radio Network. Head on over to uh, ChairShot.com, ProWrestlingTees.com, forward slash the ChairShot as well. I do, we do appreciate it. Mags, thank you for coming on. Tell everybody where they can listen to everything you got going on. Okay. Um, so, you, first of all, you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirby. Uh, I've been pretty quiet on there recently, just more sharing my whiskey exploits than, than wrestling. But yeah, come and give me a follow. It's always a good time. Um, I do um, five rounds with uh, with Carlos here on the Chair Shop uh, Network. Uh, this weekend show is uh, headlined with Dominic Reyes taking on Jiri Prochaska. Uh, so, that's going to be a, a banger in the light heavyweight division. So, definitely check that out. Uh, on Tuesday next week um, I, uh, you'll catch me on the mi- midweek mainstay with Ray uh, putting in those hour long episodes week on week Patrick O'Dowd uh, saying that we were he was the only one putting in the work uh, 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 absolutely not uh, and then like I said uh, in, earlier in the show when uh, when Ray and uh, Carl's uh, uh, f- uh, five tool pr- uh, wrestler project is over uh, I'll have a new uh, chair shot uh, podcast on the go so listen out for that yeah hey Patrick why don't you try putting in an hour by yourself one time fuck off I'm just kidding I love you Patrick <laughs> wow. yeah would you really want to listen to me or Greg for an hour just on our own I, I don't know if I could do it I couldn't even listen to myself for an hour anyway I digress Patrick we love you I'm just I'm just messing with you gentlemen for the 272nd time You've been listening to another edition of the podcast known as D-D-W-I. There it is. Ah, gentlemen. DP, that slacker, birthday takes off on us. What a jerk. It's like it's his holiday or something. Always use your head, folks. Jackass. Jackass.
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.